Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. It's the Uggs. Jamie? And she had so many wonderful things to say about how fluffy it was. Fuck you! And Paula. That's the first thing I do is I get naked and lay on the bathroom floor. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truths. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 129. This is the theme of our show this week. Disgust. Just absolutely disgusted. So welcome to the Ugly Truth friends, listeners, new listeners. Thank you for downloading our show. Thank you for reaching out to us on our social medias. We really appreciate the likes and the retweets and the follows. So this is the day after MasterChef on Fox did their one of their what was it going into the semifinals last last night was the one where they go from four to three yeah and our beloved chef nick nappy was ceremoniously voted out by the judges he was snubbed he was robbed i am jamie i am still so pissed about the whole thing i was so annoyed you know and i was annoyed because he here it's twofold one this doesn't mean anything for him. He's still going to become whatever he's going to become in the culinary world. We have not heard the last of him. He's got his amazing website. He apparently has the support of Chef Gordon Ramsay. We right. know that he's got some goals to open his own gastropub, and I believe those things will occur. Right. And it was so funny that... There was a, you know, I mean, it's not the most popular show on television, but you can find if you look at Twitter or social media after Nick was, uh, you know, voted out by the judges, there was so much outrage and crying and anger and upset because that fucking baker, Chef Tozy, yeah, basically cheated and helped this bitch out. To get into the final three. And not only, here's the, okay, so here's like a couple things. When they were making the comments about their main dish before the other couple or whatever. The pair. The other pair made their way upstairs. They were commenting, uh, He, the guy with the glasses, he's just like, why is this skin side down, you know, soggy on this kale? Mm-hmm. And they had a distinct conversation because Chef Nappy says, skin side up, right? And she's like, no, 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 skin side down. He's mm. like, you sure? And she's like, yes, skin side down. Mm. And so it's just like yet another reason why the salmon was a bust, you right. know. And then the weird part about it to me, which I just think was devious, is each judge is supposed to judge on their own merit. Right. She took a bite of his food. She turned right around. Yes. Went back to the group of judges and she says, there's something off about the way his cake tastes. Right. If that isn't going to put a bug in someone's ear, then I don't know what will. 
because then how are they supposed to go over there and taste it and not think it tastes weird? Right. I just was watching it and I was incredible. I was like, I'm sitting there with my mouth open going, I can't believe I said, I, I am sincerely hoping that this was edited to make it look this controversial, that it really wasn't that obvious that the, that this woman was gunning for Claudia to snuggle into the top three. Please tell me that this was on purpose to cause some kind of controversy. It couldn't be this blatantly obvious that she is cheating right helping helping her take her cake out so that it wouldn't dry out and have time to decorate it piss me off more than anything else unbelievable and not just that i mean they want to talk about you know having it look and taste as close as possible yeah i mean she didn't even make enough frosting right to cover the cake and she had so many wonderful things to say about how fluffy it was fuck you right and i'm just like okay so that's your one thing even though you everyone's saying the layers are uneven like that Mm -hmm. cake was a total piece of shit it was you know maybe nick's cake had too much sugar but that thing looked pretty damn flawless and what they said was is you know a master chef at this point you know should be able to rise to the occasion and i'm just like okay you have a cake that looks like my six-year-old baked it mm-hmm. and then you've got you know the cake oven. that obviously someone was able to you know he made a mistake but he was able to you know relatively fix it yes and I'm just like, so tell me how her, you know, smashed sugar on the side of the cake to cover up the bald spots is is rising to the occasion and is Master Chef level. It's not. It was a travesty. It the whole thing was like It was an absolute joke. And so for my son because I was still really mad about it this morning. Me and too. so my son, he's you know, he was disappointed as well. But he's just like, so, well, who are you voting for now? And I said, I'll tell you who I'm voting for. I said, I'm voting that Master Chef realizes what a mistake they made and that they bring Chef Nick back. Mm-hmm. And then they have four people gunning for the finale yeah. and that they know that what happened was, you know, not fair, basically. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If Nick had, well, he did. He messed up and he yeah, had he, to he make adjustments and, and start over with, with the ingredients that he was given. So that's why his cake tasted off. That is that is all on him. Yeah. However, had he done that and then Claudia had completely been flawless, didn't get any help from any of the judges then they you know showed their cakes if hers tasted like a dried out piece of sponge he would have gone through even with his error had but had claudia been completely had her shit together pulled the cakes out even if it didn't look as good as he did she likely would have gone anyway because he made an error in measurements and science which is what they were saying the problem with that is we'll never know now 
Now we'll never know. Right. No one will ever know who made the biggest mistake because someone came in and coddled her. And you know, the thing is, it's not Claudia's fault. She's not a bitch, but she's going to be the target of my anger because she's going, she went up to the top of the stairs while Nick stood there and said, none of you idiots are top chef or master chef. And it's true. It is true. And it's funny. I read something last night because I was so pissed that um, basically the heart of the show this season is gone. Nick was the heart of that show because he was so real and great and honest and he didn't portray himself as anything other than who he was. And now he's gone. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick was like, I am literally legit crying right now. (laughs) <laughs> that, that he may go, you know? She's like, and yes, maybe I had a few drinks, but that's not the point. Right. You know? It's like, come on. It it was it was just obscene. Obscenely obvious what they were doing. It was just a blatant it was blatant to me. After it happened, I'm just like, you know what, Christina or whatever your name is, mm-hmm. go suck a big fat dick covered in molten lava chocolate. It takes six months to make. Made by, you know, Claudia. Right. Hopefully you have enough to cover the whole thing. You know, and luckily for um, us, uh, Nick is a far better person than we are. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. No, (laughs) Because he was grateful and, you know, his crying had nothing to do with losing. But, you know, I did get a little acclimate because I know this man and I've watched him be a tough guy. But he was, like, genuine because... He truly, his life has genuinely changed no matter what happens. Yeah. It's so, it's, his life is completely different from this point on. He will always have a new life because of this opportunity. So, yes, it is amazing. Although he should have freaking won at least top two. And it makes me mad. That's all. You know, it just makes me mad because even if Nick did genuinely become the lesser of the two, We will never know now. That's the problem is we'll never know if that's genuine or not because she was given assistance. And that's what makes me so crazy. Yeah, I know. So crazy. And and like I said, you know, I've been reading lots of things as well. Mm -hmm. You know, people lamenting about how it's not fair. It's not. That, you know, Nick wasn't afforded any kind of help or any that they've seen. No advantage whatsoever. You know, but, you know, she was basically told, like, Take your cakes out of the oven now. You better take them out, girl. Yeah. She She goes, oh, these feel pretty good to me. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? What the hell? Mommy? Who who got a mommy for the the last shot at the semifinals? That was shitty. Yeah. All I know is this, that if Claudia wins this season, I will be outraged. (laughs) I will be outraged. And it won't be about her specifically it'll be about the whole freaking competition that it's tainted it is tainted crazy the truth of the matter is is no one is gonna have you know a 150 page book of your best mexican recipes because <laughs> that's what she says she says she's like it's the latina a, something what giada you know latina i don't know giada? what she thinks Claudia and giada? And I'm just like, look, bitch. I'm like, we're all Latin. You you and I are Latina. And we both know that, you know, there's like four staples and that's it. Beans, rice, pork, chicken, tortillas, maza. I mean, and yeah. You're going to get fancy. And I know I'll steal Nick Nappy's chorizo recipe, you bitch. Yeah, right. No, you can't. It's on his blog now. It's over. (laughs) And I feel bad because I know that he said that um, on the show last night, they were Mm -hmm. like, you know, 
like practically best friends and whatever everything like that. she ain't my friend if i were claudia i would have taken my apron off and be like i can't allow this you know should have happened i'm not the better chef she would have won america's hearts had she done that she literally would have been a hero i had a horrible night and you know my cake looks like shit yes and it was my fault for the salmon, you know, or whatever. Right. So it could have been strategic. We don't know. And, you know, unfortunately, we interviewed Nick before this week, which is an amazing interview. And I'm so glad yeah. we did it. And now everything he said feels so accurate now. You know what I mean? Chef Tozy's the hardest judge, you know. I'm so glad we interviewed him when we did. Because imagine if we had to interview him Oh, my now. God. He'd be like, ladies, ladies. <laughs> I know. Like, He's not it, a bitch. I promise. <laughs> he would, I mean, he'd probably hang up on us. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. <laughs> so. He would find it. Uh, he'd find it funny. But th- I think the silver lining is this. We've, we talked about it the week before we, we interviewed him. He doesn't have to finish in first place to have an amazing career. How many fourth and third place winners in other competitions have outranked and superseded anybody? I mean, let's look at American Idol. Um, who, Taylor Hicks, who? You know, I mean, he won. He's playing in some little Mr. Bojangles down in Louisiana. And who? Jennifer Hudson is an mm-hmm. Oscar winner. And she finished in fourth. So. Right. Ultimately, I agree with with Chef Nick Nappy that regardless of how he finished, first of all, he never in, even intended on trying out. So this was it was all borrowed time as far as he was concerned. The farther right. he went was bonus. But his life trajectory has changed. He will never sell dishwashers again. Yes. He will always be a chef. And that's all that matters to him. And I think that's amazing. And he uh, issued a statement. Uh, you should go to either his website, Chef Nick Nappy, or you can see it on his Facebook. He issued a really warm statement about how humbled he is that he has fans. And yeah, I it was that. really, really nice. And so no, we will nice. be angry for you <laughs> and we will we will be ruefully horrible on your behalf because we are that way. Yo, Jay. <laughs> If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. Or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. All right, moving on. So we're disgusted with that. But congratulations, Nick, on your new life, because I know it's going to be great. We can't wait to see uh, what you accomplish. Oh, yeah. And uh, hopefully we get to uh, visit your new place once you get it up and running. It will be. I, I can't wait. It, it will be great. And it will be in San, San Diego. So we'll definitely just make it, a, make it a trip. It'll be fun. Okay, quickly, I wanted to tell you, because it came and went so quickly, but we had termites. What? Disgusting termites yes Where? in our front room by the sliding glass door that leads out to the backyard now i will make this brief the, the story of how we got them we have a neighbor three well, you, we can see their backyard from our backyard so they're kind of like kitty corner to the right they tore up their entire deck uh, about six months ago okay this is the same house that had a beehive living in it okay and it took months to eradicate this beehive it was awful. We had bees everywhere in our backyard because of this beehive situation. And they did it the because beehives are somewhat endangered. They had a beekeeper come out. They set up a beehive, uh, like a 
kind of the kind where they they like pasted it to their house so the bees would essentially move in to yes okay so they didn't kill the bees so it took months and months of this and everybody else had to suffer with bees flying all over the place i mean it was fine but it was annoying as hell and so after they took care of that they ripped up their deck and they have a deck like we do it's huge and it was an all redwood deck so when they ripped it up they had termites and it was warm and so some of the termites got sucked into our air conditioner and kept coming through this one air conditioning vent. And so we kept cleaning him up going, do you think we have termites? And he's like, no way, we just had a pest control. Literally, we we hadn't even been in this house two years. And the, the guarantee is still two years. We were fine. And so, the well, it's been like a week now. So a week and a half ago, all of a sudden, these giant, almost half inch, or almost inch long termites are coming out of the wood between the sliding glass door and our cherry wood floor. Oh my god. And the kitten was playing with it. And we're cuz we didn't know, you know, or right. and I thought it was a fly or something cuz it was had wings and it was huge and so Oh, I thought they were white. No, they're they're black with red heads and wings. They're ugly as hell. They look like ants with wings essentially. And so God. Maliga's mom the cat is playing with some kind of bug and I'm like what are you talking about she goes yeah and they're coming out through the floor I'm like what and I go over there and I'm like oh my god termites and so Daryl and I I mean we called literally that instant and we said this was oh you know what this was this was the uh, Thursday leading into the Labor Day weekend oh (laughs) and so we went under the house and looked and sure enough right where they were coming out there were little piles of sawdust and they were eating away at the house. And it was like a three-foot area. But they weren't anywhere else that we could see. And so, but they were they were full ground. I mean, it was disgusting. I mean, it is disgusting. So disgusting. And so I said, call immediately. Call 911 termites. So we go in. We find the people that had done the termite inspection when we bought the house. We called them. They, they called us back like within three minutes and they said, you know, we're all standing around the office going, are you freaking kidding me? Your house had termites five years ago and we gave them a 10 year warranty that they would never come back. He goes, we're, we're literally freaking out right now. So they came out immediately because mm-hmm. they were like, how could this happen? Right. Well, the, the termites that this house had before we moved in were the subterranean ones and they're the ones that live in the ground. So they mm-hmm. went and they looked under the house and he said, oh, these are wood-eating termites. These aren't the same. These are different. Well, our friendly neighbor never told anybody he had termites and never had it treated. He just ripped out all the wood and replaced it. So we got his termites. We got some of his termites. And so $1,000 later, we got rid of the termites. But they said we can't guarantee anything because they could be in your insulation but, and we will never, we won't know. So they're coming out again in 30 days to check to see if there's any more. And if we do, we've got to do that hideous Beetlejuice tent and tent <gasps> the whole fucking house. You're Can you stand it? Me. No. And I'm outraged. Outraged. I'm as outraged as Nick Nappy being voted off. Because now, why did it cost you $1,000? I thought it was insured. Well, homeowners, you know, they're very selective about what they'll cover. So... We had a home warranty for two years, but that does not cover termites. The The thing that was disappointing was that our termite inspection, uh, whatever, had it literally expired like in April. So, of course. Yes. And so it's just like any kind of warranty. You know, once it expires, they show up. 
So we'll see. The termite guy, you know how mechanics and term and pest control, they're all the same. Look, we can't guarantee if they're their nature. It's you know, things happen. We can't guarantee they'll be back or not be back. But we look it looks like we got everything and we treated the crap out of it. So we don't expect them to return. However, if they're anywhere else, we won't know until they mature, essentially. So we got it as fast as we could. It wasn't like we neglected anything. Mm-hmm. But I told Daryl, I said, I I, I can't tent this out we just moved. it's like the money pit it's like we just moved in i feel like and we haven't even painted all the walls yet we haven't even furnished all the bedrooms i mean come on i can't stand it it would be tented for three days oh three days and it's really expensive people where if would you, you know, guys go i have no idea we'd have to take all the dogs the cats everything we'd have to be out of here for three days it'd be like big top peewee it's gonna, house. and I said it's gonna terrify the neighborhood because it, the house is huge. It's one of the biggest in the subdivision. So can you even imagine the size of this tent? I'd want to take a picture of it. I go, you'll be able to see it from space. It'll be so big because it's like me. If you'll be lucky if it's not a slow news day and they don't come <laughs> down just to film it. Right? So we're we're crossing our fingers that we have evaded the tenting of this giant monstrosity of a house. I hope. And then not to mention the expense of, of taking a, a, an entire clan with its, you know, livestock to some place that we can live in for three days. I can't. I, can you even imagine? No. 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 And it's not like you guys are in the middle of planning a wedding or oh, anything Oh, no, like not that. at all. I mean, we only have a wedding in four weeks. I mean, what's the big <laughs> deal, right? And then what, you know, another six weeks is Christmas. So yeah, after Thanksgiving. That. <laughs> I mean, who cares, right? Who cares? Oh, so, my God. And so every morning I wake up with a little bit of anxiety and I walk into the front room going, well, are you here? Whew, nothing. Thank God. So hopefully, but they'll be back, you know, they'll be back in a month to to check and make sure. And we had to do it because, you know, there's a bridal shower in two weeks. Well, yeah, <laughs> so we can't have get people falling off the back deck. Or having, you know, bugs flying around in my house when, you know, my husband's ex-wife is here. Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> it's awful. It has just been unbelievable. So, yes. So you, fun. You probably have been drinking daily. Speaking of drinking, last week was my fantasy football draft. And, oh, by the way, this is the hodgepodge discussed episode. So you met up with all the guys then? So we met up. I met up. I am the only female in an all-male league. It was a very social, fun year. Some years are drier than others. This year was a really fun year. So many cocktails were consumed. I had a lot of vodka cranberry cocktails with lime. Because that helps. I really shouldn't be drinking that much vodka. It was too much. And I did what I always do. I didn't eat enough i didn't eat anything i had i had had lunch that day and then i had some garlic fries at the bar and that was all i had had so you're in front of a group full of men the last thing you're gonna do is eat right i could barely get up to pee and so afterwards i get myself home i walk in and daryl's like whoa and i said what he goes you smell like vodka really bad and i was like i do and i was like talkative and i was saying how wonderful it was and how we were celebrating and it was a great thing and he goes and you drove this way and he was i'm sure he was pissed that you didn't call he said i'm really surprised you didn't call and i said you know what i didn't start hitting the crescendo uh (laughs) until old fair oaks and then suddenly i went you know what i really shouldn't be driving and i was 
you but know, by like, then you were a block from your I was house. a block away from home and I thought as long as I can, you know, get into the garage, I should be fine. And I was. Everything worked out and no, I'm not I'm not a fan of drunk driving and I woke up the next day very ashamed that I drove home drunk. <laughs> I haven't driven yeah. drunk in so long. But I didn't feel drunk when I was doing it, you know, which is why people get pulled over and they have all those commercials about cops, you know, right. chameleon being a chameleon in the the brick walls of the street. So I get or home. the billboards that say "buzzed driving is buzzed still driving drunk is still driving." Dr- exactly, that was me. Well, no, I was I was shit faced driving, and I shouldn't have been. God, so that's shocking. I know. I I'm embarrassed. Trust me. That's why I'm telling everybody. So we chit chat he goes well i got you some uh tacos if you want would you like a taco i'm like yeah i want a taco (laughs) so i remember eating most of the taco and then i remember feeding the rest to the dogs then i remember being upstairs now i found the clothes that i wore in my closet i don't ever remember getting undressed i get into bed kidding me that's the first thing i do is i get (laughs) naked and lay on the bathroom floor well or a towel that's ultimately what ended up happening but i get into bed thinking i'm gonna get through this I'm going to oh. get through this. So I'm laying there. The and lies in bed. we tell ourselves. I, know. I get into bed and Daryl's in bed and he goes, how you doing? I go, I'm fine. I'm fine. And all of a sudden I do this. Oops. I take the deep breath and he and I go, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go to the bathroom. He's like, see ya. You know, all right. I'm surprised he didn't kick you out and be like, Jamie, go to the bathroom. <laughs> no. So I got up. What you know, and I didn't have I was naked. And so I peed and I was like, well, you know, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling so well. And I sat I I grabbed the towel. I sat on the floor surrounding the toilet Mm -hmm. and I just laid there kind of pondering the evening going, I can't believe I drove. That was really dumb. And then I threw up, of course. And it wasn't very much. That was the problem is that I didn't have anything in my body to throw up. And so I threw up once. It was it was like a baby puke. It was like nothing. Yeah. And I hated it. And I'm like, oh, God, this is not going to go well. So next thing I know, I wake up and my hip is killing me. Your hip? It, my hip. Because I had fallen asleep on the hard tile floor with nothing under me except oh. for a big wad of towel right on my hip bone. Okay. And so when I woke up, I'm like, why is my hip hurting? I look down and I'm literally laying on a ball of terry cloth towel So I have this indentation in my hip and I'm like, oh, my God, my hip is killing me. So I get up and it's all red where I'd been laying. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, I woke up to heavy breathing. That's how I woke up on the floor. Who's breathing? Me. Oh, I woke myself up. I thought Daryl came in and laid with you or something like that. No, I know he does things like that. He'll come in and hold your hand. And, you know, (laughs) he's like the Pablo of my life. No, no. he was he's wise. He knows these are not things that that require any kind of assistance. I'm sure that if I had stayed there all night, he would have come in going, oh, my God, honey, are you okay? Like, are you alive? I had just passed out. And so I came to bed. He goes, how are you feeling? I'm like, just don't talk to me right now. So I fell asleep, woke up at seven, got up to go pee. And I was hammered. Still, you were still drunk. Oh, yes. I was hammered. Paula, I had only had three cocktails. I swear to God, I looked at the bill. I only had three. I just just don't drink like that anymore. I literally don't. What what kind of vodka was it? It was absolute. It was nothing. It was just, I don't know. I, I honestly, 
the only thing I can think of is that they were a lot stronger than I thought. Cause because normally if you drink like, you know, higher end vodka or higher yeah. end, you know, anything, yes. you don't usually get sick. I, it wasn't so much that I was sick is that I was just, well, I mean, I, I didn't throw up again. That was it. And then the next day I was in bed till noon. <laughs> and I was like sipping ginger ale, and luckily Daryl had the weekend off because, or he had Friday off because it was the Labor Day weekend. Yeah, and so and that was the day he came up. He goes, you know, the termite guys are here, and I'm like, yeah. And what do you want me to do? Like, I can literally not even move right now. I can barely open my eyes. It hurts well, I mean, to watch TV. Were you supposed to go under the deck and look at the little, <laughs> you know, mud tubing that they make on the? whatever no. no none of that but but i'm like well i'm completely useless so you are literally on your own today don't even uh don't even think about it i, I, I mean if i had to get my children i would but i mean i'm i just can't function did malia have a game that day or no no she didn't thank goodness thank god i know it the planets aligned so that i can be you know ridiculously and i was i apologize i was I told Daryl, I said, I'm so sorry. This is so inappropriate. I'm so ashamed of myself. He's like, please. Now, listen, I have seen Daryl throw up his shoes. This man yeah. is not good with over drinking. No, not at all. But it's been months and months and months since we've. I've seen that a long time, actually. Well, I think it was Comic-Con was the last time. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't that long. Um, but yeah, it, I, I am not the one that does it. It's always him. But I did it this yeah. time, and it was gross. It was so gross. See, that's why I don't drink. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Well, I told Daryl, I said, that's the last time I'm doing that. And I mean it, because I, I, I mean, the only time that I ever get so hammered and sick, I haven't had a hangover that's kept me indisposed like that in a, I mean, I can't even remember the last time. It's been really, really a long time since I've been to the point where I can't function, where I would have called in sick had I had a, you know, had to get up and go somewhere. Yeah, I think it's time. been, I think it's been years. Years. For me. Yes. I can actually count on one hand how many times that's happened to me. I think it's three. Three times. And this last time was the third time. And hopefully the last. I can't do that again. I cannot do it again. Well, I mean, did you at least get good draft picks or were you, I too, did. <laughs> were you too wasted to know who you got? You're like, yes, I got Peyton Manning. No, I did not get Peyton Manning. I got um, Aaron Rodgers. But what was funny, I'm like, Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know what team he plays for. And they all looked at me like, you've had enough. Like, you don't know who he plays for? I'm like, no. Who does he play for? They're like, oh, my God, you're embarrassing yourself. I'm like, all right, all right. No more drinks. Give me some water. But, Jeez. Yeah. It was a fun evening, though, I will say. You were almost the reason why they don't let girls in their <laughs> their fantasy football club. Yeah. Luckily, it was at the end, so it was too late. But yes, but we had a lot of celebrating. We decided, I, I, I convinced them that we need to get a trophy for the winner. So we're going to have a trophy for the winner because apparently they gambled their trophy away many years ago. So we're going to get a new one. And we also agreed to expand the league to two more people. So someone's son and boss will now be a part of it. And we all celebrated and it was a big deal. And I'm like, see, I'm, I'm making changes. That's good. It was That's a fun good. night. I just wish that I had, you know, stopped at two cocktails because the third is when it got ugly, I think. So, yeah. So football starts when? This weekend? Yeah, this week. This week. So, okay. So 
Brian, like I had said, um, we signed him up for flag football. Yes. And so he's supposed to practice on Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. Okay. And so last week he did the Tuesday and then he did the Saturday. This week, if you live in Sacramento, you know it's literally hell on wheels here. It's very, it's, it's oppressively hot it today was the the high was supposed to be i think 108 it's gonna be 105 so i like 45 minutes before practice on tuesday they said you know they don't allow kids to practice or play if the temperature is going to be over 100 oh and so um, it's just their rule and so uh, yeah and so i told ryan and he got all quivered lip and, you know. <laughs> it's not like you did it. He was ready to play in, you know, know, 150 degree heat. And so then when I told him Saturday is picture day and it's first game. Oh. Now, whoever schedules the pictures, yeah. I want to strangle because. What, what time we, is it? Saturday, we have to be there at eight o'clock. Oh, geez. And then that picture- mean, but that means you have to you have to be functioning and looking good at like seven. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's like mm. yeah, because it's not even like taking the kids to school where I can just put on my shades and like no, because you know. you're going to be there for two hours. Well, and not just that. So pictures are at eight ten. They think they'll be over by eight thirty, and then he has his first game at ten o'clock. Oh, you'll be there for three hours. Yeah, and Victor has to work, so I have. Both kids and football, you know, but th- that I don't mind. It's no, just, you know, it is what fine. it is. And so Brian is, uh, you know, needless to say, very upset. But um, why you know, he gets to play? Well, he does. But, you know, he, he's going through this phase where um, I wouldn't call it arguing with me, mm. but he's second guessing everything I say. And it's really starting to piss me off (laughs) because I will tell him, you know, football got canceled, blah, blah, blah. And they said the scrimmage is also going to get canceled. So the next day at school, one of his um, friends that he goes to class with is is also on his football team. And he came home and he's just like, well, uh, so-and-so said that this, the scrimmage wasn't canceled and that it was still on Thursday. And oh. I said, no. I said, the scrimmage on Thursday has been canceled due to the weather. Mm. And he's like, oh, well, that's not what so-and-so said. And I said, well, so-and-so didn't get the email. And I it's said, <laughs> so I showed him the email and I read it and let him read it. And he's just like, oh, okay. You know what it is? They get information from other people besides their parents as they get older. And so now they're like, what conflict? And, you know, parents don't know everything, apparently. Well, Well, yeah. And that's what I'm like. So suddenly, I, you know, the person who's basically been running your life, (laughs) you know, for the last nine years. Now knows nothing. Apparently, I'm a complete idiot now. I don't know anything. Welcome to the world of... uh, teenagers essentially Jeez, but i'm i it's just the same and it doesn't thought, it doesn't i change. thought i had more time no you don't i, just, I mean i know I really he's a little did. guy but it starts it starts well it's pre it's preteen essentially is what you're going through and he's not trying to be malicious or anything i know like that but yeah. it's just irritating because it's you know <laughs> other things like oh like he was arguing with me about um he's like oh he says so-and-so thought pictures were at 8.30. Ugh. And I said, 
well, again, so-and-so didn't get the email. And, or if they did, their parent didn't read it all the way through. Isn't, and, he, isn't he your child that is constantly in need of knowing every little freaking detail? And Victor and I just had this conversation where I told him, I said, I am sick of talking to our kids. I said, I am downright <laughs> sick of explaining things to them. You know what? I'm like, I'm like, can't we just tell them, obey us or else? No, you can't. That's and school. He, and that's what he said. Yeah, they're they have little minds and little opinions and feelings and emotions. But what I was going to suggest is whatever parent, what well, it was a mother for sure. Whatever mother invented the family calendar, and and it takes up half the wall so that everybody can see what the activities for the week are. So there will be no more effing questions about where you're supposed to be or what's going on. Refer to the wall. Whatever parent put that out there in the universe that we all start using when they start getting into the sports and the activities and, you know, Mm -hmm. parties and whatever created that. And now we all have to do it. I literally go through and and build a calendar, an annual calendar that I pay for and have Mm -hmm. it shipped to me every Christmas with every event that is plugged in and huge boxes so that I can write every month what's going on every day. And almost every day has something. And if, if there's ever been any question, I'm like, have you looked at the calendar yet? Well, no. I'm like, then get your butt over there. Look at the calendar and you tell me where you're supposed to be. Right. No, that's, that's a good what we idea. do. I mean, I used to have a calendar for Ryan when his dad was in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh-huh. And just we did that just so he knew like you know he could flip through the months and see you know how much longer until daddy visited and how much longer right. until daddy came home and right. so it kind of gave him a little peace of mind but mm-hmm. you know like i i'm positive i have a doctor's appointment <laughs> at some point and i don't know when and i don't yeah. i didn't write it down now ryan's getting his teeth sealed monday at three forty-five. i know that much that you that you do know that i know olivia has a follow-up appointment with her eye doctor i know that much but i don't know when my own doctor's appointment well, is. so now know, i'm gonna yeah. have to call the office like i do just about every month and be like hi this is paula todd i thought i had a doctor's appointment this oh month. yeah we're seeing you today at four yes. yeah yeah it's this <laughs> it's this thursday at, at 3 30 like, of course oh, it is oh, you know well i strongly suggest that you implement the family calendar so that you can write down everything that he bugs you about and and then you can just change it accordingly and add accordingly that's just the way to do it that's what we've done i don't think he would believe it anyway well he's he then he just will be mired down with his own thoughts because that's (laughs) that's the way life works because you know so and so at school didn't say that well maybe you should confer with so and so's calendar and we'll see where the flaw is because it isn't here why doesn't he realize that we are never wrong like i am so rarely wrong i mean rare so rare that these children should just come to know this and you're no different. Here's the, f- the, f- the interesting part is Ryan had some bullying issues. Remember? Yeah, um, last year. Last year. Yes. So the bully is this kid. I told you. Now they're on the football team together. And mm. so now they're like BFFs. I, you know what? What did I tell you? And so I'm just you. like, for fuck's sake. And so now suddenly everything that comes out of my mouth is wrong because, you know, I'm not <laughs> Keenan. And I'm just like, okay, 
I'm like, I can't keep up with you and your drama, son, honestly. Right. You know, I just, I... You and your elementary school soap opera antics. You know, I've got him on one hand, and then I've got Olivia, you know, academics issue on the other hand, where <laughs> we're doing math, and I said, okay, I said, there's seven puzzles, and there's four teddy bears. Which did the children take the most of? And she she's says, looking at you like, I, purple? No, she said, <laughs> four teddy bears, and then she looks at me, and she's like... But I don't know why they wouldn't want more teddy bears. <laughs> of course. And I'm like, it doesn't matter why they wouldn't want more teddy bears. And you're right. I mean, what seven children would pick a puzzle over a teddy bear? But exactly. I mean, you know, it doesn't make sense. But just bubble in the answer. Can we please move on to problem two now? <laughs> this is how homework is every night. I'm like, I'm sick of talking to you. Leave me alone. Just, you know, I fantasized about having my own room for so long. I mean, for so long, I said, I want I want my own room where no one's allowed to go in there. I can just go in there and be left alone. Don't text me. Don't call me. Don't knock on the door, for God's sake. Just leave they, me the hell they alone. they call them panic rooms. That's <sighs> what I want. Well, that's what they are, but they're anti-panic rooms. I'm sitting on the couch, of course, you know, and I probably had only been sitting there about 30 seconds. Of course. And Who's hungry? She's just, you know, thirsty. Exactly. She's like, Mom, come here. I want to show you something in my bedroom. I'm like, all right, all right. So I'm coming. I go in there. All the lights are off. And then she shuts the door. And I'm like, well, this isn't going well. <laughs> and then she starts spinning in circles. And she's like, see? And I'm like... What what is it? And she's like, I've got both night lights on. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, okay. I could. And the thing is, is you know, she's still young and sweet and cute. But yes. wait, if she does that when she's nine, you'll be like, Olivia Grace, really? <laughs> I, I just sat down. Leave me alone. Have you done all your homework? Go clean your glasses. God. Right. I know. Well, I did when I was opening the door or leaving. Victor heard me say, and take all the clothes and put them in the amper. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no end to the mothering ever, ever. But sometimes I'm like, I just I wish my brain understood her. If you're anything like the Uggs, first of all, I'm sorry. Secondly, you must love shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that. And right now, you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Okay, I, I want to talk about the penis, the 19-inch penis, but because we're talking about children, I want to wait. I want to tell you one thing. Now, you uh, are not in the minority. Uh, most of my sisters, I would say all of them, think that Daryl is just the bee's knees when it comes to husbanding. And he's a good, he's a good egg. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Why, why did you think me being the exception? I, no, I'm, tell, I'm preparing you for a story because I know you're oh, going to give me okay. shit about it okay. because I'm complaining. Oh, and that's the problem. Um, right. Now, listen, uh, Daryl and I are very health conscious now, as you know. 
Okay. Except for when it comes to our alcohol. But we don't drink that often. In fact, we haven't had a drink in, well, since I got sick, actually. We haven't had anything. But dietary-wise, we... And by get sick, you mean, like, when you drank too much? And when what? I... Yes. Okay. When, I, when I got too drunk and right. was sick and was drunk right. for two days, yes. Okay. But Daryl and I diet... Our diet, we cut out all red meat. We only eat white meat, poultry, pork fish now i'm not a huge fan of fish but Mm -hmm. there are certain types that i like daryl is so appreciative that i make dinner every night that every once in a while he wants to make dinner Mm -hmm. so we bought some i can't remember the name of the fish it's not flounder it's um some other halibut we bought halibut halibut's good yes it is very good actually and so he was like no i found this really great recipe it's a bobby flay recipe and it's grilled halibut and it's gonna be super yummy and i said okay well he's gonna make it And I'm like, awesome. So he made it. He grilled it. He made, there was a salsa on top and this basil oil. And it was really, really tasty. And I ate it. And it was delicious. But we stayed up a little late. And I said, you know what? I'll just deal with the kitchen tomorrow. I'm much better off doing the kitchen when no one's home. Because the second I go in to start cleaning, someone wanders in and decides to make popcorn or macaroni and cheese. Or get out of the kitchen for the shitty 15 minutes I'm in here. Exactly. And then I turn around and go, what do you want? They're like, "Ah, God, nothing now. And they walk away like I'm the asshole. Okay. So I always like to do dishes. And when when there's been a lot of cleaning and cooking, I will do it when no one's home. So the next morning I get up and I'm like, okay dishes have to be done and I took Malia to school I come back and go god why does the house still smell like fish because like we totally cleaned everything up and threw everything away Daryl had literally dirtied every pot every cookie sheet the blender bowls saucepans every utensil every spatula including the barbecue I had been used I think that's just how men cook to make two fillets of fish. I could not believe. And I'm like, there is fish skin on this cookie sheet. That's where the smell is coming from. <laughs> like the great outdoors. Oh, I found another one. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, you know, I, I want to be mad. Not like genuinely mad, but I want to be irritated. But but it's true. This is how men prepare food. And he was so proud of himself. He's like, I'm so glad you let me make you dinner. And I said, oh, no, it was really good. And then I'm looking at this disaster. And I'm like, why are the pantries bare? Because he literally used every appliance, every bowl, everything we owned to make these two pieces of fish. And now you're reminded why you never let him cook exactly. for you. And, and I couldn't get the oil out of the blender. It was like, in, it was encased in there. I had to like, God. it just didn't work. And I mean, I've washed the blender twice now because there was so much oil in there. It was hilarious. But it was good fish. Well, I would hope so. So, you know, thanks, hon. I don't like complaining, but it's, but you know what I mean, right? No, I mean, I am always grateful when Victor makes dinner. It's usually, I mean, actually, he's gotten better about the things that I can't eat. But even if he just makes dinner for him and the kids, I'm right. grateful. But I go in there and I'm like, why must you guys use every spoon, every, <laughs> you know, pot, pan, you know, and there's boiling water on the stove. And I'm like, what are you making in there? He's like, well, I just, you know, I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm just like, yes, what is going on in here? And then, the, you know, the fire alarm starts going off and I'm just like, this, you know, it was just a bad idea. Well, and then ultimately, even if they do try to quote unquote clean, 
it's never really clean. <laughs> Please. You know what I mean? It's like... Using a smelly sponge to wipe down, you <laughs> the know, the stone, counter right. is not my idea of clean. Well, it's no one's idea of clean, actually. I actually well, I worry think. about my son moving out because he's, he's been saving and he's getting ready to, you know, make the big move. And I, I just, I begged him to budget the money for a cleaning lady. I said, just do it, Tyler. I'm like, just pay someone to come into your house twice a month to do your kitchen and your bathroom. That's it. Well, isn't Please. his little girlfriend going to move in with him? She's a child. They're children. They they just, I mean, even if she grows into it, even if they grow into cleanliness, they're just, it's just not going to happen yet. I see what my son's room looks like every day. Please pay the house. Men, all men, if you are single, I don't care if you're 20 or 50, pay the housekeeper to come in and clean your kitchen and your toilet. It's worth the two hundred dollars or the or the fifty dollars, whatever. It doesn't even matter. I don't know any men unless they're they have some very unusual life things going on or they're gay who don't <laughs> keep a clean toilet or kitchen, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's actually really true. It's super true. And you know what? I have a friend who's a confirmed bachelor. He pays someone to come in once a week to clean his house, and he's been doing it for since beginning of time i'm like you are a good person thank you yeah. for having a clean toilet for whoever you bring in to this house on a friday night my god just pay the 50 bucks have have one of our people come in get the comet out <laughs> and walk out say oh okay russian whatever i mean i'm <laughs> no, not, I'm not, I'm not particular just someone that is the that is the uh, advice that you're going to get from us today <laughs> pay the lady just pay the lady do it <laughs> so okay so All speaking right. of men yes you want me to watch this minute long video of the 19 this alleged 19, 19 inch, inch penis. penis here's the thing with the video now it is not anything new people have been talking about this for weeks about this this poor man who apparently has this ginormous penis that's apparently okay. 19 inches and like, I don't know how many pounds, like two pounds or something. And I was watching it. I thought, that, now it was new to me. Now, I I sometimes forget that Daryl's a man and I don't mean in, the, in that way, but I mean, I forget that he probably is proactive when it comes to things like this out of curiosity. So I'm sitting on the couch going, oh my God, this can't be real. Why is it like that? What? Okay, so I'm doing all of that, and I go, I go. Do you know what I'm looking at? He goes, Yeah, you're looking at the guy with the 19 inch penis. And I go, How did you know? He goes, Well, because I, I can just tell. And I said, Have you seen this? He goes, Oh, yeah. And I said, You have? I go, Why didn't you tell me you had seen this? He goes, I don't know. I just, I was curious, and I saw it. And I'm like, When? Like a week ago. I'm like, Oh my god, I am so behind. I had no idea. I'm sure every man on the planet has seen the 19 inch penis. Are you looking at it? No, I was gonna hit play. So. Play. Okay, hit play. play, play. Flashing warning adult contact. Blah, blah, blah. Are you okay? What's the deal with his room? Those garbage bags? I, I, what? Where? So he, <laughs> that doesn't look like a penis. It looks like a sock puppet. That's what I thought. I thought it looked like a sock monkey leg with nylons. Me too. That's exactly, and I, I mean, there's no hole at the end. Like, does he have it covered or is it like, covered in cloth so we can't see the actual flesh 
That's what I'm wondering. And why do they have a black bar over his balls? Where is pants all ripped? I know. Maybe because he has to have, like, room for it? Because it can't be... I mean, he's clearly very... Okay, they're making him... It's it's He's clearly poor. He doesn't have any money, which is maybe why he's doing this. Is this one of those things where he's so um, disabled by his giant penis that he's, like, uh, shunned from the... Oh, my the, God. He's rubbing it on his face. I know. I know. That is not real. I didn't think it was either. I swore it was that fake. Is, it looks fake. That is so fake. I mean, if you want to... I mean, I don't even know with, with digital... I mean, I'd have to see it in person. But, I mean, I I, I don't want to see... It, there should be nothing that prevents me from seeing where it's connected onto his body. Nothing. Right? No, that was totally... Because at the... It, it got thicker mm-hmm. at the tip, right? Than at the base. Is and it maybe because he's not circumcised? No, it, it. I think it's literally like someone put like nylon after nylon after nylon after nylon, like on you know a a big gym sock or something. <laughs> what about the length? Do you think the length is real? I don't. No, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think any of it's real. Do you think this is just a hoax? Yeah, I really do. He looks, he's such a hot mess. I mean, if I was going to be, if I had like some scare, if I, even if I was doing a pulling off a hoax and I had like size double Z boobs or something, I would clean up a little. You think you'd like, you know, change the sheets and sweep the floor? And- well, and not just that, but I mean, do you think you'd like try and lick your own nipples or something like that? No, I, I'm or, trying to think about you, a dollar would amount. You rub your tit on your chin or something like that. I mean, I know like, what you're saying. I, most men that I know of, you know, they okay. know where their they know where their dicks have been. They're not going to rub it on their face. Okay, first of all, Paula, you're so naive if you think that a man would not give himself a blowjob if he could. All men would do it. All men would do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do that. If I had the option of giving myself oral sex, gross, no. But I think men are pigs, and I think that if they could, they would. But don't you think that, like, it would be, like, trying to tickle yourself? I don't know. Well, it's like masturbating. I mean, you can do that. So yeah, why but I mean, they don't rub it on their face to do it. <laughs> well, I would, I would hope not. I mean, maybe they would. I don't even know. See, that's the thing. The man's mind... It's a very strange, cavernous place. That might open a whole plethora of fantasy for them. They're like, God, could I rub myself on my face and have an orgasm? I don't know. Could I jack myself off with the nape of my neck? Probably. Because they're gross. Or their armpit or, uh, you know. Yeah. I, if, if somebody did that, I would never, ever touch someone's penis if they did that. If they, yeah. if they rubbed one out with their armpit. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't have an appendage like that. And so I, the, I'm the i sure the ideas are endless. And I'm sure that men from the age of 15 until death have thought of every possible scenario that they could do with their dick. I don't know. I mean, people have had their ribs moved before, removed <laughs> from their body so to they try can... and get closer. They have? 
I can't imagine going to a doctor's office as a man going, excuse me, doctor, I would like to remove the two bottom ribs uh, so that I can potentially give myself a blowjob. I mean, what? But I mean, does it really work? I mean, isn't it the, you know, proverbial trying to lick your own elbow? I, yeah, I, I'm like, can I lick? I can't. Try it. Go ahead. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, nope. Can't do it. It's like, no way. It doesn't work. No, you it does not you, work. You can never do it no matter how hard you try. You know what? I'm not going to do it right now because we need to get to our, our own ugly and awkward moments of the okay. week. But I am curious about YouTubing or Googling if if someone has done this before, if they've given themselves a blowjob. Have you seen that? I've never even looked it up. I'm af- I'm afraid to see what I would see. Because it would be something really gross. Well, I wouldn't go to YouTube. I'd go to well, whatever. I'd go to Pornhub. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll do that as as research. But I really yeah. don't want to see it. I mean, I had a hard time with this fake penis thing. Like, I don't like. You know what? I just don't. I mean, I love men very much, and I'm incredibly heterosexual. And I think men's bodies are beautiful, but I gotta say, I don't have to stare at penises. It's not my favorite thing. No. I mean, it's just not. It's just not. I mean, I love them, but I don't need to look at them. It's like looking at a goat's butt. (laughs) I mean, it's just not my thing. I love what they do. I love their purpose. That's enough for me. But I don't need to see what men's creativity can come up with when it comes to them on video. Yeah, yeah, is my I'm point. Not really. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay. So, um, no, I have been forgetting mine all week. Like I've, I've have it, and then I forget it. So well, let me tell you mine because mine's fast. So, <clears throat> all right, mine is very quick, <laughs> but it's very very ugly for me because you know my fear of spiders. Oh God! So my son has this cat, and he's four months old, and because he is going to be moving out and taking this cat with him, and they're moving into an apartment, he doesn't want the cat to be accustomed to just running outside whenever he wants to because he will ultimately be an apartment kitty but he will be taking him outside but on a cat leash okay so we have a cat leash and because i love this cat so bad i will put it on its leash at night when it's nice and dark and cool and i'll take him out and let him run around on the leash mm-hmm. so he's getting pretty brave now and he always cries at, a, at the same time because he knows it's time to go out and play so I'll put, and he's, he's just the cutest little cat. So I'll put his little harness on and then I'll put him on his little leash and I'll go outside and we'll walk around. And so now he's getting brave and we have all these bushes along the fence line and he likes to go hide in there and run around. So uh, I was following him and Daryl, of course, is on the driveway watching me because I'm talking, we're just talking and, and doing whatever. And then I, so he goes behind this big bush and I go, kitty, come on, come out, come out from under there. So I walk around and it's dark and I ran right into a spider web. <gasps> exactly. Oh my God. Into the face. So, of course, my lightning thoughts were that there's a spider on me somewhere. 
because I didn't see it like on my chest or something. So I hit the spider web and I'm like, I screamed, of course. And then I flung my head back so fast that I gave myself whiplash. Ow. And Daryl's like, uh, spider web? Yes. And I'm like, ah! and I'm doing the thing where you brush your body just in case there's a creature on you or whatever. Yeah, and of course, really? the, at this point, I've dropped the leash. The cat has taken off into, wow. well, not anywhere scary. He He's not used to running around. So he just takes off under the house over by the porch. And it's and I'm mad at Daryl for calling it out because, you know, there's no one else there to be mad at. And I'm like, yes, yeah, shut up. So anyway, but my neck was sore the next day. Jeez. I whipped it back so fast that it was too too fast too too quick and you never saw the spider <sighs> no i'm hoping it just crawled away or i killed it when i was freakishly rub- rubbing my body trying to get it off so okay so since you um you clearly had a good week you have to come back twice next week with, with a double down although mm. you did double down last week with your double fall well that is true but so you every- compensated all has been healed, so I'll have to bring it next week. I expected more from you. I know. I, I, you know, I really did, too, for myself. I, it's, I know. How it's, dare you have a flawless, injury-free week? It's a rare, rare occasion you know where those, something you know the, doesn't happen. You know those signs that say, it's been blank days since our last work-related injury? The fact that you can put a one there is, I think that's a family record. I think we should buy those for all four of us and I think we, we should all put them in our houses <laughs> because I can't because it's so rare when there's nothing. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Although with the week that I've had, I think I've more than made up for ugly and awkward moments that. Yeah, that's probably true. My ugly and awkward moment pales in comparison to what I went through this week. God. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's call it a wrap. That. Yep. So um, thanks, everybody, for listening to us this week. Special thanks to Chef Nick Nappy for uh, joining us last week for an interview. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, please do. It's it's uh, very candid, very fun, um, and helps you learn more about the chef and where he's hoping to go. Actually, where I know he's going to go in his career. I guess that's all for this week. So yeah. have a good one, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.